Huntsville! Welcome back at the bizarre new time, exclusive new time of a Tuesday evening of recording, coming out Wednesday. We care about you that much. I am joined once again in the upstairs bedroom for another episode of IWHYS. I am once again, and as always, accompanied by the great Boris Johnson. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I hated that. I hated that. No, that no, it gets so better. Now, sh- now, oh. now, as is, as is the agreement for today, because we've, we've deprived you of IWHYS content for longer than you should, so I'm going to kick off today with a, with a, bit, of a bit of a funny... Wait, a, this isn't bit the of a funny. joke. Oh no, no, no! This oh, is the funny. Fuck. So Jonah, <sighs> Boris Johnson. Wait, hold on. Before we go further, yeah. Which Boris are you like, Boris Johnson or Boris Yeltsin? Ah, uh, a bit of both. Think, oh. think, think. Talks like Boris Johnson. Looks like Boris Yeltsin. That's Boris Johnson. Yeah, they well, look exactly yeah. the same. Well, they look, they look yeah, very similar. kind of. Yeah, sorry. Watered down, but yeah. no. I, I, I do have a, have a point to make. So Jonah, Jonesville. I've got some interesting news. So in England, in, in Britain, we've got the, the great vaccine rollout, as we do know, and um, they're using a lot of places to vaccinate the great British mass against COVID-19, including nightclubs recently. So um, in, the, in, the, in the words of the great Sophie Ellis-Baxter, it is indeed a Moderna on the dance floor. Can we just end it? That was awful. That was that was awful. Why did you you've been raving about this for like three yeah. days, and that's what it was? Yeah, yeah. For clarification, this is literally the first time I've ever heard that, and that was fucking horrendous. Why would you do that? Like, I see. That was so bad. I thought the funny was Boris. Johnson. No, 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 no. It, oh. it just gets better and better. Welcome. Good to have you with us. Sorry, you've just rattled me. Like, that was so <laughs> shit. Like, I got, like... <laughs> I was... I really had high hopes. And you said, Moderna, Moderna on the on dance, the dance floor. floor. How did you expect me you to react to that? You best not steal the vials. DJ. Oh, shut the fuck up. Gotta keep these vaccines cold somehow. <laughs> right, alright. No, alright, no more. Alright, that's it. <laughs> I, I promise. If you're still listening, um... No one's still listening <laughs> after that. Yes. No one's still listening. Yeah. If you are, thank you. If you are. Yeah, to the, to the South Africans yeah. out there. To the, the beautiful yeah. people in that audience. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, the reason why we're recording this on a Tuesday instead of a Monday is because someone hit the big 2-0. Yeah, I did. Yeah, how, how was your birthday? It was very boring. I, um, oh, really? No, I, I stayed at home uh, and went to work. And watched John Wick with a workmate, which I did appreciate greatly. But I did receive the greatest birthday gift a boy could possibly imagine, which was a 30-pack slab of solo thirst crushers. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even kidding. Like, I was having an okay birthday. I'm like, oh, this has been nice. Tie my own head. And I get to work, and um, R. Kelly, big Reginald, walks in. R. Kelly? R. Kelly. R. Kelly. You should say... Do you know... You should say... You shouldn't say R. Kelly. No, I really shouldn't. Um, <laughs> Reginald Kelly. Um, he knows who he is. Oh walks into the walks into my workplace with a... Oh, I know who it is, yeah. A, a 30 banger of solos. And I, I, I'm, I'm not even joshing. Like, I'm, I'm not taking the piss. I have never felt, like, just a pure, unadulterated happiness 
like that for a very long time, which I think says a fair bit about the last two years. Well, no, it doesn't. I really fucking love Thirst Crushers, bro. <laughs> I like, couldn't think of anything worse. I hate Solo, man. Oh, man. I, ha- I, I, just, I just hate soft drinks. I know that I'm saying that I had a Coke. I literally only drink soft drinks when I come to this house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And just for the record, I need it because the parking here is a nightmare. No, you're not The right. parking in, in this... In, in this in undisclosed this western suburb. Is a nightmare. Boonerang country. It's awful. It's not great. Um, so, it, you know, gifts to the show. If you ever want to drop off a donation, we are, we are taking them in, in, in 30 bangers of solo no, and how, parking permits. How, how was your birthday? No, it was did, good. Did you have a good day? Yeah, no, it was nice. It was nice to have a day off. Yeah. Apart from the fact that I worked it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, my, my birthday last year was like in the... It was like, it was the original final day of the oh yeah of the lockdown. But then fucking dictator dictator Dan he extended it. Well, and I so, would have said he wouldn't have a spine yeah. if he hadn't have broken it in fourteen pieces oh. today. Thoughts so, out to you, yeah. Danos. Yeah. Um, Big oops. <laughs> and Big <all>. oops. <laughs> Shut the fuck <laughs> up. What's with you today, man? You just you just you you've had too many coffees or something. No. But like fuck yeah. yeah, dude. My my birthday. All I did, I walked around. I walked around the I walked around the ranges. Went to my class. Nice. And then I went to bed. That's that's all I did. It's pretty boss. It was such a great birthday. I'll always remember my nineteenth birthday because it fell on the day that Peter Dutton got coronavirus. Really? We nearly. Oh, oh yeah, I was with you that yeah, day. Yeah, no, we nearly got kicked yeah, out of the pub that. because I was, as is my wont, scrolling through Twitter in a social situation, and found that Peter Dutton had had corona, and <laughs> the noise that erupted from that table. Mm. When we when we heard the news was, yeah. I just remember the Batuta advocate saying, "Oh my God, lol." Yeah, <laughs> that was their caption. Yeah. <laughs> I think the title of that group chat was "Let's all get pissed before Corona kills us all." So I think my estimates were a little bit over the top, but no. nonetheless, moving on, Jonah. The agenda today. What what are we talking about? Well, I saw a statistic from two thousand and sixteen recently. And it made me furious. I don't know how many of you listen to Triple J Hack, mm-hmm. but apparently 50% of their audience cannot tell the difference between Liberal and Labour. And honestly, I'm putting that aside for the minute, mm. but why the f*** does my taxpayer money, I've started paying taxes. Mm. Yes. Why does it go to Hack? Yeah, I'm I know. fine with Triple J. I'm not fine with them having the segment Hack. It's 30 minutes. I remember, like... I, I switched over to it on my drive home from work around, like, the elec- the election for America. Yeah. And I was just, like... And, and like, one of the one of the coked-up uh, interns said something like, um, yeah, I don't... That's a really good question about Donald Trump. Just a reminder to the audience that um, Joe Biden is the Democrat and Donald Trump is the Republican, not the other way around. Yeah. That's... And I was like... I was like... Yeah, that, that, I don't like how I'm paying for this. No. I'm footing the bill. The littlest amount of tax that yeah. any human in this country pays, which is what yeah. I pay. The $2.80. I yeah. don't like how no. it's going to that. No. I could think of many other... Yeah. You know, that could have bought me... You could have bought two $1 coffees from 7-Eleven. Could have. Would have. Should and have. then you would have had like enough for like maybe a pack of Mentos on special. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But anyway. Moving on. Makes me a bit upset that people don't realise that there's, yes. th- there's a li- there's like not only is there a slight difference, there is a major difference mm. between the two parties. 
Would you like? When did you first learn, and what opened your eyes to learning that there was a huge difference? So, I was brought up. Well, not not brought up, but my my household, my background is very Irish Catholic. So mm. very very much working class. Like when the family members that are in Australia, are northern suburbs people. Mm. So working class, but. So I was always in a, in a labour family, but I didn't really understand things <laughs> until probably Howard got taken down by Rudd in 2007. 2007. When, my, you were, when you were six. When I was six, yeah. because my prevailing memory is my brilliant auntie Sue, well, my dad's auntie Sue, um, running around the kitchen, going, ding dong, the witch is dead. Jesus. Yeah. She's not wrong. Oh, she wasn't wrong. Oh, the only thing missing from that scene in my head is an effigy of John Howard burning in the yeah. corner. Um, which I do not condone. Um, <laughs> just want to, um, yeah, no, don't don't burn effigies mm. if you could, please and thank you. But the same myth that I think many of us were brought up on, or just brought up around, was that Labor spend and the Liberals are great at managing ec- economic catastrophes or just e- econ- economics mm. as a whole, which we've found out basically since 2008 well, is a, patently false. Fuck, that's, a, fuck, that's what teachers at school... But that's that's the thing. That's what teachers at school told me, just like, yeah, I like the Labor Party, but it just if it wasn't for their reckless spending, this was said to me in year 12, during, like, it was just after... Oh, fuck. In year 12, like, I think... I remember when something notable happened. I think it was... Oh, it was around the time the budget was delivered. Yeah. It was obviously why we were talking about economics. Stinker, yeah. yeah, and... um. And I was just like, oh god, I hate looking at Josh Frydenberg speak. Listen, I was boy. watching it. I was watching it with. I was. He, he wasn't one of my teachers at the time. He was mm. one of my teachers from like two years earlier, and he's like, oh, labour. They just spend, 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 and I'm just like, they spend to save the country from the global financial crisis. Where Wayne Swan, who was the treasurer of the country at the time, was voted the world's best. Treasurer. Australia was the By lead. a landslide. Australia was the only de- developed. Yeah. Fucking hate that word. Yep. Developed nation on earth, according to the OECD, that avoided a recession under the Labor government. But oh, Labor's debt. Yeah. Oh, and we're now in a trillion dollars worth of debt mm. under seven, eight. Fuck, it's eight years now. Yeah. Eight years of economic mismanagement that started with Joe Hockey. <laughs> I sometimes lie, like, not being able to sleep at night, just, like, nothing but thoughts going through my head. And then once every so often, I'll, I'll, I'll re- remember that Joe Hockey was once treasurer of this country. <laughs> <laughs> like, if Josh Frydenberg is a lizard, what's Joe Hockey? Snail. <laughs> Escargot. <laughs> really good with some garlic and butter. Yeah. Oh, um, but there's, there's, also, there's more differences. Yes. For example... I don't understand how people think that they're the same thing when there's also, like, the Labour Party is for the working people, hence the name, the Labour Party. No the, you. The Liberal... No you, that is true. That's, like, Labour. That's, the Labour Party. Yeah, yeah. the Labour Party Labour. in the UK. Mm. Um, they have the U in their name. Um, the Liberal Party... All they kind of really care about doing is giving is is basically screaming that they love the free market, except they don't give you tax cuts. By you, I assume you aren't all. You you, you guys don't own multinational corporations. 
gives them lots of tax cuts. Or just, you know, like, fuck it, don't pay any tax at all. It's fine. ExxonMobil yeah. hasn't, ha- Exxon hasn't yeah. paid any tax in this country for the past six years. Yeah. And, we, and, they, and they will not that? go after them. No. They won't. Not. There will never be a point. Of course not. The, the last time anyone kind of tried to go after them was, was, was Robin Gillard. Yeah. Yeah. So, you basically, like, a, a lot of it is people divide down just a simple blue collar, white collar. Mm. which I think is mostly reasonable, except it started to change a bit more. It's sort of gone ultra-white-collar, because... Yeah, but then I don't understand how they still keep getting elected. Well, because that's not what gets reported on. Yeah, that is yeah. true. Um, so, especially with the, the very present changing climate around JobKeeper and JobSeeker, so the fact that JobKeeper will basically finish up and there's still businesses which are screwed, really. Mm. And the Liberals will just stop giving them money, and they'll, they will go under. And these are the small business people that the Liberals claim to really support. So it really became... The, arg- the argument was that Liberals are the small business sort of... you know, se- Not really self-made person, but someone who owns a business, who works very hard, and it, that's who the Liberals are going to support. Yeah, but, that, but I don't think that's the case. That's... that's- that was John Howard's yep. whole thing, where yep. he was just like, my dad ran a small business in outer Sydney, and when the unions came, they took everything from me and my family, and that's why I hate the unions so much. Yeah. Spot on how impressive. Fucking yeah, bad. myself for that. Like, I even noticed how the, the fact that you actually couldn't really see through the... like. The loud rushing in the microphone was the f- was Jonah's eyebrows just <laughs> bushifying, growing before tri- my very eyes. Size. But it's it's not only that as well. I also think in regards to the climate, there's obviously a major yeah major difference. Yeah, big time. There's obviously a major difference. Considering the fact that the reason why, like Australia, are really bad with the climate, and we are especially now we're we're pretty horrendous. We've not really done anything to address. And the only we're, the, we're the only country that hasn't got a target for yep. 2050. Yeah, 2050. Or even earlier. Because yeah. most countries have 2030. The Labour Party does have one. Yep. Except you can't really put it in if you're not in government. That's yeah, exactly. But the the thing that's interesting, and, and Juice Media do a really good job of explaining this, but I'm going to try and do the best I can, is that Australia don't get as much international pressure as we probably should. Because of it's something coming, called though. no, it is coming. It is coming. Called, something called the Kyoto Credit. Yeah. So we basically get a pass to not do anything about climate, and we get this carryover credit thing, which is basically like a all right. So you've done you've done a bit of work, and this is Rudd Government Australia. You've done a bit of work in this sector. Um, we're going to basically give you a free pass for a little bit. So that's the reason why we we aren't getting hammered as we should. Again, there are people who can explain this yeah, a lot better well, than me. Because I'm I'm going off the well, top of my head here. Boris Johnson, yeah, kicked Boris Jones. Fuck jo- off. <laughs> <laughs> he, didn't he? He kicked Scott Morrison off like a UN climate panel, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. Oh, who's this? Who's this Aussie bloke? Who's this Aussie bloke? Yeah, and um, <laughs> yeah, I think Scott Morrison. I think if and also it's something that was very telling to me was that like when Turnbull got ousted, mm. it was ironically enough around the time, like, like it was obviously because, like, the... Turnbull is a wet liberal. There's wets and dries. Your wet liberals are your Christopher Pines, your Malcolm Turnbulls, who are fine deregulating basically anything but 
on like certain cultural issues, they're very like Julie Bishop. Yeah, kind of I, I, marginal. I, yeah, I'll put it half and half. But like, you've you've got like, you've got your wets in the Liberal Party. You've got Dave Sharma. Yeah. Um, who else? There's there's not many. I think it's there's not it's, many federally. Yeah, there's a there's a lot more. You your drives are your Peter Dutton's, your Angus Taylor's, your. Christian Porters. Yeah, Christian Porters, you Scott Morrison's. So the majority, a lot of the, a lot of the wets are gone. Yeah, it went down with the ship. Yeah. Um, and there's probably more, I'd say, wets in Victoria. Like the um, oh, I always forget his name, but the the ex member for Hawthorne, whose first name is John, and he has a surname starting with P, and he was voted out in the most recent state election. He was the he was the shadow treasurer, wasn't That's he? That's the one. Yeah. Um, he, yeah. Well, he he, yeah. he actually came to us. Yeah, I haven't met that bloke. <laughs> yeah, I forgot his genuinely, name. Genuinely, no, pretty good bloke. Would, yeah, would, would have, actually, yeah, I think like Johnny would have, a, would have a beer with him. John yeah, we'll have it. If John you're listening, P. mate, we'll, we'll have, have a beer with you. Can, have you ca- come over to Undisclosed Western <laughs> Suburb. <laughs> we'll have you on the podcast. Yeah. Hi, we've got John P. <laughs> it, was some, it was something Italian. Yeah. I remember that. He was of Italian yeah. descent. Um, yes, indeed. No, good guy. Yeah. He was but, on the radio a lot. Yeah, he was. He was always mm. talking shit, wasn't he? John P. But, um, the... The main telling, I think, as well, is that I think a lot of people now are kind of like, with the emergence of so many, well, not really the emergence, but I'm saying the inevitable rise of the Greens. Yeah. It's easy to be both of these people are the same. Look at the Greens. We do want to talk about the Greens. Because they're very outspoken on, on social media, and that's how, you know, their, their social media game is epic. It, oh, it, it it's pretty is. boss. You know, greens memes for for actually progressive teens or whatever it is. Yeah, but that, no, but even no, but even I know, like they're, they're genuine. Yeah, yeah, like their their actual accounts are really good. They're yeah, the greens are interesting, but we will come to them after we've touched on probably the liberals, and the nats and the more further right parties. Which is the danger in Australia is that the fact that the, I think the liberals have identified really a trend worldwide where politics is moving. This, there's a bit of a play towards more nationalistic ideals, which is definitely, if you go into Sky News after 8pm, you're going to see most of those in play, which is why the Liberals really would, would, be, would have been elated to see Pauline Hanson and Clive Farmer get a ton of votes at the last federal election in Queensland because they're getting that sort of nationalistic push to a more far-right area, which is why I think we're seeing the elimination of, of the wets in, in sort of yeah. Malcolm Bishop. I'm surprised Dave Sharma even got there for the Wentworth Bridge. Yeah, that, yeah. So you're basically seeing a trend, a trend to a more. I don't know how they're going to manage to try and do nationalism if we're Australia, because I don't know if we're going to have any really bargaining power. Considering that's the only thing that kind of gives me like that's, that frightens like me. Like I don't, I, 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 it doesn't, it doesn't. I don't think it frightens me in the same sense as it does. Anymore. I just, I, I worry <coughs> where it's going to be in ten years, because I don't see. People voting. Are you talking? Are you reason. talking like we're going to be a mirror of the United States? Oh uh, no, I'm, I'm talking. We're going to get left behind, and we're going to. Oh, but that's already happening now. I thought yeah. you were talking. Yeah, about I'm, yeah, we're yeah, going to be ten, I'm, fifteen. I'm, minutes. I'm petrified of that. Obviously, like it's hard to be petrified of what is literally happening. Yeah. If you, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. So, the idea is that you want to be really. I would say my opinion on on voting is that it's not just your right, but it's a responsibility. And if you're unsure about the parties, go on to Vote Compass, which will give you an interactive and engaging 
questionnaire about where your values sit. We can't tell you who to vote for. We can tell you yes, who we, we vote for. Yes, we can. And vote we can Labor. give you. <laughs> Why can't we tell them who to vote for? Well, at the end of the day, you're going to make your own decision, but we want it to be the right decision. Wink, wink. Um, but that's a good place to go to. But understand that when people say the Liberals are better at managing economies... It's just bullshit. No, it's the, just bullshit. It's bullshit. And the only reason that I think that we're not completely screwed by this pandemic is the fact that Lizard Boy Frydenberg could think, hmm, global catastrophe, let's just thumb through my notebook of good <coughs> treasury. Do you Oh, want... Wayne Swan, 2007. Wayne I'm... Swan, 2008. Do you, if I have been looking at Peter Dutton, I have got some... I forgot which book it's in. I have two books written here. Peter Dutton. This is under the title Fucking Money Wasters in my pens. So, in in regards to asylum seekers and refugees, yeah. to keep them in the opera, like the Dutton created Operation yeah. Sovereign Borders, which processes refugees offshore, mm-hmm. so on PNG and Manus Island, where they have been indefinitely. Yep. Since so, some of them have been there since the Abbott government first yep, ten years. implemented it in March twenty fourteen. Some of them have still been there yep. under the Labor Party. They're only allowed to be there for seventy two days maximum. Yep. And some of them have been there since twenty fourteen. Yep. And it costs five hundred and seventy thousand dollars per per refugee per year to keep those processing centers open. There are 137 asylum seekers in PNG and 123 on Nauru, which is 260 total. And so that means that it is costing the taxpayers $148,200,000 a year. Mm. And Petty cash. Yeah. Here is where we could be saving money. In December 2019, Jacinda Ardern, New Zealand PM, told Scott Morrison... She was open to accepting the Nauru refugees. So 123 people. He declined out of fear that these people would make their way into Australia via the back door. That was a literal fucking quote. How fucking deplorable are you? I'm not surprised. What lack of humanity does that man have? Yeah. That's disgusting. Because the the, the travel agreement between... Australia and New Zealand. Yeah. I'm forgetting what it's called. But if he accepted, that means he would be saving... He would shut down Nauru. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't have to be open anymore. You wouldn't have to pay that much money. And he wouldn't have to pay $70,110,000 a year to keep that open. That's how much it's costing the taxpayer. Which is incredible. Um, For 120 people... Yeah, living in fucked conditions to the point where they yeah we haven't even like, yeah I mean we're just oh. now touching on the humanitarian aspect of it that's how like it's just it's a, it's, it's a shit show it's it's disgusting man and it's fucked the um the fact that we are this currently in a recession I and mean, that we somehow you know oh like you know because of COVID and whatever it's not really true because the liberals have been really screwing the the pooch on on the economy for a fair old while now by propping up basically dying industries in coal and gas, which, while I'm not saying that we should completely, like, jump off them straight away, because I think, you know, I, I understand why people think that, but I don't think it's actually feasible. But paying so many millions to prop up the industry when every other bugger 
everywhere else understands where the market's going and where the world is going in regards to energy sources. Is yeah, a bit, that fucks me. The, pretty the, brain dead. The gas-led recovery. No. What the fuck was that? No, it's because no one will want to buy it. No one will want in to buy it. In five years, and a big, give or take. And a big thing about it for Scott Morrison, it creates jobs. For, for, the, for, ten one, fuck, for one generation, ten peop- no, maybe. No, not even for one, ten people in that generation. Yeah. But that, like, it's, it's, it's nothing. It's, it is borrowed time. You, you do not need to employ a lot of people no. to produce gas. It's, yeah. It's, and it, yeah, and exactly, there's, there's not that many When you jobs. speak about being left behind, we already have been left behind because we haven't done anything with energy. We could literally be the Qatar of exporting energy because oh. they're like all these Middle Eastern states, Saudi Arabia, Qatar, the UAE, the reason why they're so rich and they have all those dope people just driving around in Lambos all the time is because they sell all their oil. Yeah. They're so rich with oil and we are so rich with renewable resources uh-huh. that we could be the next Qatar. Yeah. We, we could very easily be the next Qatar without the slave labour. Yeah, we're, we're trying to avoid that bit. Yeah. The um, one thing I do want to touch on if we're talking about difference between real political parties and mistakes is that a lot of... We spoke a little bit about the Greens, but there was a tidbit that we both saw, which is the fact that where the Greens will run for election and where they'll try oh, not to see. Oh, this made me so sad. So a few of you... And we did mention it, but it, there's a, there was a member in the Queensland state election called Jackie Trad, very good politician, Labour politician, who the Greens ran a very hard campaign against. Absolutely smeared the woman. Yeah. Smear oh, I campaign. She, yeah. she literally could have fought a lawsuit for some yeah. of the things that they were saying. Yeah, it was, it was pretty full on. It was pretty dirty. But the thing is, is that the Greens will only do that against Labour candidates. They won't do it against Liberal candidates. They won't do it against National candidates. They won't do it anywhere else because they, don't, they know they're not they, going they to steal win, votes. They can't win those seats. No. So the only real hope, if you're going to be voting for, for the Greens, is that you're going to unseat an existing uh, Labour politician. And again, this is how democracy works, yada, yada, yada. yada. The, but they only will go for the Labour have seats. You, have you seen the prime target for this yeah. election? The yeah. seat of Griffith. Yeah. That was Kevin Rudd's old seat yeah. in, in Brisbane, who is now owned... Well, like, And also, another thing that fucks me up about it as well, <clears throat> International Women's Day... They talk like the Greens were very vocal. Yeah. About more people in Parliament. Yeah. Um, being women, which I completely understand. Yeah, totally agree. Support. But why are you going to take the seat of Griffiths away from Terry Butler, the Shadow Minister for the Environment, mm-hmm. who is a very very intelligent woman? Yeah. For for and for again. By their own, like from from those own culture, like points of view, just some white man. Yeah, that's I just that's the it's, hypocrisy yeah, for it for me. Yeah, it's it's it's, the it's not legitimate, and it's the o- the only reason they will really run those hard campaigns is because the only way they're going to win a seat is taking you off a Labour politician, which I'm not gonna sit. I don't want to sit here and whine and say it's not fair, right? You can run it's the p- game. That's what it, it is. is. It's, it's politics. It's playing politics, but. It's easy for, for people to say, and especially young people, to say that they care about the environment and they care about all these issues, so that's why they're voting Green. That's not why the Greens are running the campaigns that they are in certain places. Yeah. They're running them so they can unseat the opposition. They, they can, un- sorry, not unseat, unsettle the opposition. They, so that they, can, they can weaken the opposition, yeah. and, while we, and by weakening the opposition, you strengthen the people who yeah. are in charge 
who are the people that you despise yep. so strongly for doing fuck shit to the environment. Yeah, yep. and I they will continue to do fuck shit. And I'm not going to suggest that Labor are squeaky clean with environmental policy, but that is the reality of being an opposition party against this government. Because there is, if you want to go with a Bill Shorten campaign or something even more progressive than that, you will not get into government until 2050. Because you will be slandered. Yeah. And you by, and, the, by, yeah. Ev- by everyone in the wider society. You'll be slandered. Yeah. And you can't you cannot run that campaign unless you're really in government. And even then you're probably going to be running it real close to the wire. So just be if you if you're going to be a, a forever greens voter and an anti-labor, anti-establishment, I'm only going to vote for the greens. They're still playing politics. They are still playing the same game. And I would argue that it's probably worse for our political situation. You would argue that as it's much worse. Yeah. It's, it's it's blatantly worse. Yeah. I, I I was putting that very neutrally. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I can tell. Hi, I'm studying a journalism degree. Oh. Oh, I hate that about you, journalist. Yeah. Nah. Oh. Yeah. That's all right. We no, love. It's probably, we, we love it's, probably, it's probably a good thing that you're impartial. We it, we love Harry and Meghan. It definitely. Oh, shut the fuck up! <laughs> I, I don't want to hear that right now. I would much rather talk about... Beast and red pill. I would rather talk about a young, poor man who we saw crying on the television. Yeah, jeez. By the name of Christian Porter. Chriso. Portsy. And for the last podcast that you guys heard, when you heard those like beeps, beeps, that that was me saying Christian Porter multiple times. Yeah. Because I already thought it was him. Ad nauseum. And it was him. And I was like, oh, yes, I was right. Patty shouldn't have bleeped it. Fuck you, Patty. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, Chris O. This is, yeah, this is pretty brutal. So I'm, I don't want to rehash everything because it's an incredibly sensitive topic. I'll put what I'm going to, what I'm going to do, actually, um, if you are hearing this and on, on the Spotify, I'm going to link in some, if you, this is going to raise anything for you or any concerns you may have or existing trauma. We're gonna. We will put some helplines and some yeah, support trigger, networks. Trigger yeah, because this this is a and basically use this little preface as a big old trigger warning because we are going to probably talk about this mm. for a little while. But I will put in a. What I'll do is I'll, I'll put in a timestamp from when we stop talking about this. Mm. If you want to continue listening, that out of the way. I don't want to go into like crazy detail. I want to go into why. The, the crimes that they do commit, yeah, or the, the allegedly commit, yeah, in the media for people calling for him to stand aside while an inquiry is is done, mm-hmm. that's completely fair enough. I completely understand that. Yeah, but when this man has been proven to have broken the law on five separate occasions, crickets. Yeah, crickets. Yep. You hear nothing. This is proven form. Proven to have to have broken the yep. law. And we're going to listen to Jonah on this one. Okay. Because he has researched. In 2002, negotiations between Australia and East Timor began about... Began for... They began debating maritime borders. Yeah. Between... Um, because the, the sea, the, East, the Timor Sea, is rich in natural resources. Yes. John Howard and Alexander Downer, so John Howard, the former Prime Minister, Alexander Downer, the longest foreign affairs, foreign affairs minister the country has ever had, bugged the Cabinet Office 
of a foreign government. You not there, not there. And the, and the people that exposed that are being tried for terrorism charges by Christian Porter. And during these... He has been Attorney General for, since 2017 and every single, like every single year in, in cases where you're charging people with national security intelligence orders, you have to disclose that to the parliament. He has failed to do so every single year he's been Attorney General. That's a federal crime. Yep. He's broke... And, and he's on TV talking about the rule of law. Yeah. He's broken the law so many times. Just quickly, the Attorney General is the chief law person in the country. No, uh, who, who basically the link between the legislature and, legislature and the executive. But, yeah. So, and Porter, on this issue, in so 1988, he, there was an anonymous letter written by... <laughs> Sorry, I want to yeah. No, 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 no. It's good to because this guy has form for bad behaviour. So in 1988, he allegedly rapes a woman who writes an anonymous letter to, uh, to Scott Morrison. He writes to Penny Wong and Malcolm Turnbull. This was all disclosed on Four Corners last night. Very harrowing, but very good investigation. Yeah, Apart from one thing, which we'll talk about. Um, this woman, basically, she disclosed this to police, wanted to pursue an investigation um, after really not really getting anywhere. And again, this is just what's been reported. She, clo- she said to the police she wanted the investigation closed and a day later um, she took her own life. So that's what Porter was alleged to have done as a 17-year-old. He, in I think a few years later, he was writing as an early days uni student about uh, for a, a law mag um, and said some pretty disgraceful things um, pretty smutty things. Again, I'm not making the excuse that he's a young person. He was probably the same age that we are now, talking about someone having, and again, this, this, these are his words, not mine, but having as many holes as Snow White's Highland. Oh, that's fucked. Yep. He, I remember watching the initial Four Corners documentary about him walking, they were doing some pub crawl and walking around Perth with like the vomit bag. Yeah. Around their wrist. Oh, fuck. He's a bit yeah. of a... Yeah. Some really dodgy an shit that he was questioned on. An interesting character. Yeah. He was questioned on and he said, oh, we were all young and I think... I look back on it poorly, but I'm not the only no, one. No, but the, the worst one was like inappropriate behaviour with a... Staffer. Staffer yeah. at, the, at, at a pub. Which was two years ago. And was in, that a pub yeah. or a bar? At a public bar in Canberra. So uh, there's this whole idea, and this story was broke by Louise Milligan for Four Corners... Um, and at the time, they were aware of these rumours that of Porter allegedly raping someone, but weren't able to report them because of legal issues. Porter's now come out, so we can talk about it. And but he was basically... The evidence was that he was acting like a pig, like a sleazebag, basically feeling people up at the bar in front of everyone, younger female staffers from other people's offices. And you can, imag- it, yeah. you can imagine the power dynamic between a middle-aged man entrenched in a political career in one of the highest offices in the land and an er, a 20s, 30s, mostly 20s female staffer starting their career in Canberra, new city, new place. Mm. I mean, it's I like don't a, have to <clears throat> fill in the blanks about the, the power dynamic and like how a, fucked that is. It's like a Lewinsky 
yep. Clinton type thing. Yeah, so much so that the Prime Minister of the day, Malcolm Turnbull, had to pull Porter aside into his own office and basically tell him to stop being a sleazebag yeah. in front of everyone. Well... Th- the so point is, Porter has form. He... And this is why we believe what we believe. Because, he's a, he's yeah. a fraud. Yeah, oh, man. He's a rule of law fraud. He is. So my, my thinking is that I, I, I agree with, the I think, the friend of the woman who took her own life, the, 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 the complaints on, <laughs> on Four Corners, I know, about the fact that while I think it's defensible that Porter, that the Prime Minister doesn't sack Porter on the spot, I feel like there's probably defensible. But what's not defensible is defensible is the fact that an inquiry really should have been called already. Not even an inquiry to the... For me, an inquiry into, like, the alleged crime that was committed in 88. I can understand if that goes nowhere from an inquiry point of view because there's no, like... As the police said, there's no admissible evidence. It's kind of hard to prove something guilty or not guilty. you can't have a prosecution about it, no. what I want to know... Malcolm Turnbull said this, and I was like, hmm, maybe he's right. I want an into I want an inquiry into the suicide of that woman. Yeah, me too. That's that's something that raises a lot of questions with me. Yeah, Julie Bishop has also said this. Um, mm. So that's two. That's the deputy PM and the and the and the PM former, of the same office. Yeah, former, former, former obviously, but. <coughs> oh, it's pretty damning, I think. Former colleagues yeah, when of you, Christian yeah, Porter. Yeah, so when you've got the former Liberal PM and the former Liberal Deputy PM and Foreign Minister. <laughs> Hello, puppy. You can tell that, like, Malcolm Turnbull, like, ever since all this stuff's come out, he's just so embarrassed about it. Oh, him promoting... Um, Porter him to AG, yeah. And Leader of the House. Yeah. Have you seen highlights of him as Leader of the House? Yeah. We move the members no, long, no longer to be heard. I wouldn't call it highlights. <laughs> highlights. But, yeah. well, this is what... He, what, what, like, this was a part of his speech in, um, in the press conference. If I stand down from my position as Attorney General because of an allegation about something that simply did not happen, then any person in Australia can lose their career, their job, their life's work, based on nothing more than an accusation that appears on print. Although, he couldn't give a single fuck about ruining the career of Bernard Collery and Witness K, who yep. exposed... Sorry, I can't get over this. Go on. It really, it no, really, go, go, go. Really kills me. You gotta finish. Who exposed our own government spying on another government to to steal their oil? Yeah. This is George Bush oh, shit. Well, who cares? Yeah. It's George yeah. Bush shit. Oh, it kills me. Yeah, and this is something oh. as you say, like not many people will know. It's important to, to speak about. The the fact is, is that Porter's a hypocrite. He's a, he's a rule of law hypocrite. And he's also said in this tearful press conference where he looks all, 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 oh so genuine that he if these allegations were never put to him and no one even spoke about it, which is wrong. The ABC's done it about three or four times. Mm. Um, and then he's, he's started walking back statements from the press conference already about the ABC contacting him and also about, oh, maybe I walked the girl back to her hotel room, yeah. The, he's a fraud. Yeah. What I'm pointing out is that... And, and this doesn't necessarily like even before we talk about the alleged crime the fact is is that the guy's a liar he's a hypocrite and he's behaved poorly and if i were scott morrison and if i were, wanted to maintain the confidence of the votership in my government i wouldn't want to have a guy like that as attorney general no shit yeah it's not that hard <laughs> like he's 
And there was a there's an interesting opinion put out by a guy on Four Corners last night where he said, I don't know, I think an inquiry is a dangerous thing to do, I'm paraphrasing, because it'll do, it'll basically mean yeah. that, you know, if you have any sort of allegation that means we have to commit a full inquiry, this is entirely different because this guy's a cabinet minister. We're not talking about anyone. We're talking about someone who the public have voted, like has not, to be representative of the country. And... In my opinion, and I don't think I'm alone in this, I have no confidence whatsoever and I don't feel like I want to be represented by a guy who's behaved in such a way. No, of course I don't not. trust the dude. I can't... Like, the, and the thing is, the only thing that, like... Um, especially the, that guy that said that. Yeah. That, that particular lawyer yeah, who yeah. said that in the Four Corners documentary, he can fuck off. He, he ran, ran for, for liberal yeah, pre-selection. He's, yeah. he's a Liberal Party member. Yeah. And there were people who have run for liberal pre-selection who were disclosed in that four corners. But he wasn't. But not the guy who was giving legal opinions. I don't know whose fault that was, but it's a bit glaring. That's the big. That's such a big fuck up. Yeah, and that that has been backed up. We're not talking absolute rot here. That that's genuine. Um, he also has no lips. I think he's. Yeah, I think he's weird. on our lizard pantheon. Yeah, lizard number three. His last name doesn't end with. I don't remember his last name. Yeah, with it's pretty lizardy. He was very lizzy, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, not not a not a great week. This man is Christian Porter, is the biggest fraud that we have in Parliament. He is defending people, and he is defending people who stole a country's own national resources, that they were living in poverty, that like the worst conditions humanity has to offer. The lowest GDP in Asia. They were the poorest country in Asia. There was diseases there that could have been cured for like three... Like, like diseases that have been wiped out. Fuck, I forgot the name of it. It's something about ringworms. I should have written it down. Something about ringworms. Yeah. And like... We stole their money that they should have sold to enrich themselves. Like, do we not yeah. have enough... And he's defending the people that did it, and he's... Prosecuting the people. He's prosecuting the people that exposed it as terrorists. Yep. And he's crying on the fucking ABC, talking about the rule of law. Yep. That's why he should resign. Before we we even get to this, and we we have got to this, and... I hate him! Yeah, the actions of having a guy who has a proven record as a misogynist, oh, sexist, that's first overly sexualised, creepy pig, as well as the fact that he's a shit kind of a politician. Yeah. Well, something that I thought was really fucked was when he was talking, like, the photo, you know the photo of him in his law degree that he had to draw himself was just a stick figure. But with, like, a massive cock. Yeah. Did you see that? What a fucking weirdo, man. Well, he was 24 or something. He's older than us. I'm just gonna... I'm gonna leave this segment with Julie Bishop, who said on... I think it was on 7.30 with Lee Sales, and who was describing a group of liberal men. I think Porter was inclusive of. I'm not 100% sure of that. But a group of liberal blokes, the dry liberals, who referred to themselves as big swinging dicks. So if you want to see Julie Bishop say big swinging dicks on national television, 
Are you serious? Is that actually what they call them? Oh my god! Big swinging dicks. You know when there's like a big, like a big part of humour is shock value. Yeah. You don't expect. Could you imagine sitting in like a liberal fundraiser as like oh, god, you know, going through your program for the evening and oh, seven thirty p.m. Big entrance. From the from big, big swinging dicks, <laughs> like enter, entering to some sort of Blues Brothers shit. Like, I didn't know that that was snapping a thing. their fingers. I didn't know that that was a thing. Yeah, it's the Thunderbirds. Yeah, yeah. nice. Dude, I, I, I don't know. I'm just the whole thing with Christian Porter is a mess. It's yeah. It's it is it's it's a mess. It's it's disgusting. That man is disgusting. I just... I, I hated watching that Four Corners doc last night. No, it was... I, I, I hated everything about it. It's one of the most uncomfortable hours of school. Oh, I know, just like... From the TV. Ever. And then... Just knowing as well... That they haven't said shit about him committing... Yeah. These types of crimes. It's... it's to me, it's kind of his comeuppance. I'm not saying that he deserves to be treated this way, but when you commit, like, American imperialism, imperialism crimes... Yeah. That, to me, kind Comes of... Comes around, like, goes around. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah, Porter's... There's a lot to be said, and unfortunately, I think what this, what this issue will end up being is a, is a, is a burnout, horrific short time of politics. The guy will come back, and it'll be out of the news cycle. Yeah, it'll be out of the news cycle. It, not, it, won't, it won't reach anywhere. Yeah, which is... That, that, I think that's arguably the hardest. If, if, yeah. unless, if Scott Morrison calls an inquiry, it'll go Which he won't. Which he won't. If he doesn't, it won't. And I have no faith in that guy. No. I have no faith in that man. If it was Scott Morrison, not Dan Andrews, who slipped on the stairs today, we wouldn't be talking about that man with fractured vertebrae. Yeah, because he wouldn't have a spine. Bingo. Get well, Dan. Yeah. So, I think we're about 45 minutes. And we've just ended this on a note, right? We have ended this on a really sad note. Yeah, I feel sad. So, let's try and pump it up a little bit. We're going to sing you to... No, we're not. Oh know, gosh! I'll say, I'll say something that happened to me at work today. Yep. Guy at work, he walked back into the warehouse. He was bragging about, like, the KFC. Like, you know, how they do like the box meals. Yeah, yeah. I don't know which particular box it was, but I remember it not being a zinger because that's the only one that I know exists. <laughs> I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes like, he always comes in. He goes like, insert name of box. And he was talking about, he's like naming the items, chips, potato and gravy, and then fuck! And then he like, <laughs> he dropped it and it was oh fucking God. went everywhere. Is this the Persian <laughs> guy? No, it's different. Have you guy. told the Persian story of the, I said, I don't know if you it, did. I, I don't think it's pot appropriate, bro. Yeah. I don't think it's pot appropriate. I think just the way you say it, you tell it is too good. You yeah, know what? Yeah, Patreon. Yeah. If you, <laughs> if you want to hear a Patreon version. Yeah. If, you, if, if you're out for the Patreon, hit us up on the yeah. Instagram. At he is it at he you slowly? Yeah, at, at, he, you, at slowly. he you slowly. If you're after some, if you want, if you like what we're doing, and if you want to get in touch, that's the that's oh, the place please to get in touch. I've please been begging, get in touch. I've been begging for feedback. I've heard. Yeah, it. there's very little for us yeah. to do when we're not at uni or started doing this podcast. Yeah, and um, apart from that, I yeah. believe we have touched all bases. So, 
Thank you for listening. Thank you once again for listening. Uh, apologies about the extra day. day. Uh, and I'll we'll be repeat, back to normal Tuesday. We will be back to, yeah. to normal Tuesday. Um, I will repeat and leave you out that if anything in here has raised any sort of concerns you might have or anything that you've not felt comfortable about addressing and now you feel like you do have to address it, we'll, we will leave some support networks and some phone numbers mm. and places you can go um, and address those things. As always, have a good one. Choose Coppertrinos and see you for the next one. From me and uh, and Boris Johnson, that's the end of the end it. End it. <laughs> you can't keep ending like that.